Ali Mosley, good morning. Morning, Mido. I like that multi. Sounds pretty good. Is that, is that fill you with oh, always fills me with confidence, confidence when Ali's on board. I'd rather their support than when they're kicking me when I'm down. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a huge responsibility. I went to track with you that morning and I've had a chat to the Golfing team and they're a bit disappointed because she's never done anything like that. James had even trialled her the week before and she was perfect. So hoping that a trip down to Melbourne and uh, everything should be sorted out for her. And I said to James when he did his, his foot when she squeezed him in the barriers. I said, she'll be a champion now. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> she is. And Foxy's got the first up form, so I reckon he could be on there long. And we'll see how she goes. I'm always wary, though, <laughs> Ali, first up. I don't know yeah. why. You just I want to see him come back, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, if Busto thinks she's flying, then she's flying. Yep. We'll <laughs> see how she goes. We've got a $2 million two-year-old race the English Millennium at Royal Ramwick and uh, fully lit Waterhouse Bot. They're winning everything, particularly at the two-year-olds. Uh, $3.50, top of the market. We had a member of the Osborne family, Peter Osborne, on yesterday in uh, Beer Baron at $23. They're pretty confident that uh, he'll run well at a big price. How are you looking at this English Millennium? I think it's more open than the market suggests. I think with the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot runners at this stage, Every, all their horses are running so well, not just their two-year-olds, but across the board. So you can never overlook them. Fully lit is obviously a very handy handy animal off that last start win. But I'm actually going with Ruta Royale, and I think we've already missed the price. I think he might have opened about seven, and now he's into $5, which was a bit of a shame. But he, thought the last time I saw him was in the... Um, two-year-old race, the Golden Gift up here, and he got replanted behind the barriers. It was a really hot day. He stood there beautifully, and I thought, oh, geez, it's all going to go wrong for him now. He got so far back, and he flashed home and ended up running second. If he's come back in any sort of order like he did last prep, then I think he's going to be a really, really progressive type. He's got fair and can so that little bit of extra time to fill into his frame will have done him wonders. I'm really looking forward to seeing him when he comes up here, but he was a horse that caught my eye when we saw him last prep here. Tony and Callum McAvoy have won this race. So, I mean, look, if he was $7, I'd be pretty keen to really jump into him. His price has been knocked off to a certain extent, but um, he's still the one I've seen on there and he was going in. How do you see this Eskimo Prince playing out tomorrow? Wow, well, geez, it, it's hard to line them up, to be quite honest with you. Um, the ballast is obviously thriving now that he's this year, and um, he's found the key to him. There's a few resuming stars, the likes of Griff, Tom Kitten, NCAP, Macarena, who's been trialling the house down. I'm, I'm actually going with Celestial Legend, though. I saw him at the trials last week, or uh, whenever he trialled 10 days ago, and he's a horse that they've taken their time with. I know they've got a massive opinion of him. Um, by Dundee, again, he's another one who you just needed to give that extra bit of time to. But when I saw him, I thought, wow, he's just really started to fill into himself. He's strengthened everywhere you'd hope he would. My only query with him is that he'd only had the one trial coming into this. It was a relatively soft trial. But Les uh, is a very, very good trainer. And I dare say that he's going to have him here in pretty pretty fit, fresh-up order. So I'm actually going with him. Although it is very tricky to line a lot of them up, particularly with these resuming you know, superstars that will obviously be much more dynamic over, over a trip. Incredible market, that, for the Eskimo Prince. The spread is four sixty. the favourite, $7 the outsider. So it's hard. Every horse, a genuine chance in that race. Okay, best bets. We'll take them anywhere, Ali. What do you like? Well, interesting you say that because we might have to this week. Um, I've gone with 
anything goes for Matty Smith. He's sending up to Doomben. Um, I think he comes up in race eight. He's just found a really nice race for him. And Matty Smith is not afraid to travel his horses, as we saw last carnival. He was sending them up the highway, down the highway. He had a lot of success in Melbourne. And I caught up with him at Sackler Tuesday morning, and he's pretty confident. So... Anything goes, I think, looks really well placed at Doom, and I think it's race eight. Yes, it and is then, race eight, number five for our listeners. Anything yeah. goes, $2.20 favourite. And then I'm heading to um, Melbourne, actually, in the Rubicon State, and I'm keen on Zapateo. I think she's overs, fresh up with Jamie Carr aboard. Um, so I just want to have a little place bet on her. I think she was about 10 bucks when I checked last time, so hopefully we still get a bit of a price about her too, the Rubicon, which I think is race eight as well. Maybe. It is race eight, Zapateo number five, $10 the win, two ninety the place currently. There you go. That's where I'm going this week. I'm sort of fishing around. Mm, there's a lot of love for you on the lo- uh, text line too, Al, uh, because you tipped Thunderlips on Wednesday, 17 bucks. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, it doesn't happen very often though. I tell you what, I just thought, oh, I'm at the last race, I'll have a, have a throw here. It's hard. It, sometimes if they look at the market, it, it, it throws me more because I think, 17 bucks, is it even going to run, you know, top mm. 10? Mm. Um, but no, he just, he looks the best. And I know they had a big opinion of him early days and he's obviously come back in super order. So, so I'll just go with what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you also gave a good push for Bazusto, which is the horse I backed on Wednesday. And, uh, well, he got scratched, Vets Advice. Oh, yeah, didn't they have a shot? Yeah, that was a bit of a shame. And then John O'Shea actually just out of that meeting has a horse called Linebacker who's also scratched. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the betting. Yeah, right at the um, start, yeah. We, we probably are never going to get a price about him again, and John won't, won't probably enjoy me saying this on radio, but he did say that he's a very handy horse and, and should have won by that six points. So we might never get a price again, but I think it was a bit disappointing. Linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. Ryan Backer, yeah, and then John actually bought the full, the full brother at the recent Magic Million sale, so he's obviously got a huge opinion of him. Are you driving the forklift? <laughs> no, it's funny. I'm actually... Well, you're I'm stacking that warehouse up, how are you? I normally never go out when I chat to you guys, but I've, I've just walked down to my local Maroubra coffee shop and there's a truck that is just backing everywhere I go. It takes to back my direction. They get run over. I'll try not to. Thanks, Al. Have a great weekend. Good luck with Foxy Long. Oh, thanks, Al. Cheers.